I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, it's Chris Harrington on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Presented by Church Health. Caring for people all around us. Give today at churchhealth.org. And you get to ride when you get Christmas. Chris, what It's my favorite song about a hard, cold winter. Don't forget the coffee, Billy Joe, by Tom T. Hall. Thank you for Tom T. Hall. So, you have a couple of things over at the Daily Memphian, including your best of for 2022. I've, I've been kind of using this theme, and I'm curious from your perspective. Was 2022, was 2022 a good year at the movies? Well, it was a better year than the previous two. Right. which for her, you know, it's a low bar to clear because it was less disrupted by COVID. And so it was not a good year in the annals of the movies, but the movies are changing. The theater experience is changing. And so we've come out of COVID into sort of a new normal, and that new normal is diminished from what it used to be. But certainly this was a better year than the previous two years, um, which, which were rough. Do you think it's starting to get better because now the now that – restrictions are less for making movies that it's easier to make the content. Cause it felt like to me, a big problem in, in 20 and 21 were the fact that if you thought you had a good movie, people were trying to save it to, if it ever got a theatrical release, but it does feel like maybe we're trending up because it's, it's getting back to being easier to make movies again. Well, there's a little bit of that, both making and then, to your point, people held stuff. Like, like Top Gun Maverick was supposed to come out like two years ago or something, and they held it because they were determined for it to be a theatrical movie. They didn't want to release it when there were restrictions in theaters, and that was true of, like, you know, the whatever the last James Bond movie was last year and some of the other stuff. So there's stuff that got held. Um, there's obviously productions got impacted during COVID. Um, so it's a little bit of both. But I, I think it's more about what's getting shown in theaters and what's not, what people are going to see in theaters and what's not. We, we, and, you know, all the streaming services and the decisions people are making about, you know, Glass Onion could have been a big hit in theaters. They said they put it in the theaters for a week, and now it's going to be on Netflix. And so there's all that complicating stuff. Um, you know, when people do movie lists now, myself and everyone else, you're not just talking about theater. You're talking about just feature films, wherever they show sure. up. Um but I saw, I think I pointed out in, in my list, six of my ten I saw in theaters. 
And a year ago, when I did the same list for 2021, only two of the ten I'd seen in theaters. And I could it could have been nine out of ten. There are three of them, three of them that did show in Memphis theaters, and I just happened to not see them in theaters. I saw them, you know, on TV or street sure. screeners or whatever. But nine out of the ten did show up in theaters, at least to some degree, whether it was one off or only for a week or whatever. But the theater experience is shifting more towards the big spectacle movies, the Top Gun, the Avatar, the Black Panther, the Spider-Man. That's the stuff that's going to theaters and staying there a long time. And a lot of, you know, the smaller, quieter movies are either going straight to streaming or they're going to play for a week or two and then move on to whatever their real life is going to be on television. No, because, like, to your point, one thing I, you know, craziness, whatever, one thing I will give Tom Cruise credit on, like, I do feel like he gets people in theaters. He's determined. I mean, Top yeah. Gun opens with with a whole segment of him just as the actor talking talking to the the audience in the, in the theater about that. And I don't know. Actually, you probably haven't seen Avatar yet. I'm not. Um, I'm I'm quietly I'm quietly protesting, which means I'll go see it next week when I'm bored. So I'm not sure. I saw it on the IMAX, so I'm not sure if this is just on the IMAX or or if it's on all the screenings. But on the IMAX, one of the previews is a, a, a look at one of the stunts from the next Mission Impossible movie, and it's one of the craziest things you've ever seen. It's like behind the scenes of this stunt, and it's literally Tom Cruise riding a motorcycle off of a cliff. Without like a speedometer. Remember, his, he's, yeah. like, he's like, I, don't even have, I didn't even have the speedometer on the bike. And he jumps off the cliff, and he's like going, falling through midair for like a minute and then pulls his own parachute before he crashes to the ground and dies. And this is not trickery. This is actually Tom Cruise doing this. So my wife and I were watching, Not they put it up on YouTube or something. We're watching it. Uh, okay. And so my favorite part of the, because I don't know if you, y'all got to see like the nine minute version. There's a nine minute version that was on YouTube. And he I has to do it better. Let's do it again. Well, the, the best part though was, so he's, uh, when he was hopping in the helicopter, he's like, yeah, just try to loosen up the muscles. Just going to do a couple of quick jumps just to see how it feels. And he, he's like getting right over the edge of this cliff, and he just jumps out of the plane. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, how is he, how is he not just killing himself? And then you just, you know, 10 seconds later, you see the parachute open. Like, it was the most casual thing he could possibly do. And I'm sitting there going, like, I would be scared just to death. And he's like 60 years old. Yes. And he's doing this stuff to get these impossible shots for movies that he insists on being in theaters. So salute to you, Tom Cruise. I, yeah, I, I understand there's plenty to complain about with him, but like, I'm net positive Tom Cruise. Like, For me, the big 2022 was big year for Tom Cruise. Yeah. All right, let's get into the Grizzlies. Of course, the other, I guess, do we, what, do we call injury upgrades too questionable? Is that now big news for the Grizzlies? It's it's become big news, yeah. I, I mean, it, it does. It depends on who it is, right? Sure. You know, if, if Jake Laravey gets updated, questionable, like it's not like we don't care. News, but yes. but um, you know, Desmond Bain has been is a big deal, and, and, and there's been some uncertainty about it. And the Grizzlies have this history of like you know of what these these upgrade what these updates mean and what they don't mean, and so it sounds like he's probably going to play tonight. Um, worst case scenario, he's going to play. He's definitely going to play Christmas Day. That's pretty clear. And so and it's a big deal because he's Desmond Bain because he's back and because people have been waiting to see the starting lineup, which has not played a single second together. Um, and so, yeah, it's a big deal. There, there was a thing I tweeted it. I retweeted it this morning with, with commentary, but Kirk Goldsberry for one of the, yeah. the stats guys for ESPN 
he does this thing every once in a while. Well, he'll do like a, a grid of like just the last ten games and who's good on offense, who's good on defense, and sort of this this um, visual visualization of that. And for the Grizzlies, the past ten games, according to him, I've not double checked this myself, but I assume he's right. Grizzlies, the past ten games, have been number one in defense in the league and number fifteen in offense. Well, now you're adding Desmond Bain to that, and so that's something to get excited about. I know Grizzly, you and I have talked about this, how when you watch your team, you just kind of focus on your team and, and you don't necessarily pay attention to the rest of the league other than like maybe the context for your team. How uncommon is it in your mind that, you know, people always talk about the Grizzlies, like they haven't, the, the, the starting five haven't played a game together. And last year, I think, what was it, they played seven or eight games together. How common is it for NBA teams to have everybody healthy? Well, I looked at this relative to the Western Conference about a month ago, and the Grizzlies, in terms of total games missed by by, by starters, had the most, but not the most by a huge amount. The difference was the total minutes played by the starting lineup. The Grizzlies were at zero, and like, so it's been. It's not the Grizzlies have not had like one guy out the whole season. You know, it's been this weird sort of relay race with injuries where one guy comes in, the other guy goes out. And so there are other teams who have had it as bad in terms of, you know, generally as bad in terms of total injury impact. Sure. But it's just, it just so happens that there hasn't been any, like any, even a single game where they've had all five guys at the same time. So it's not like, you know, you know, no one's missed as many games. I don't think for the Grizzlies, it's like Kawhi Leonard is missed or whatever, but they just haven't had been able to have all, all of them together at once as often. So, I mean, I guess that is the, the real question is, are they as unlucky as maybe some fans feel? Um, you know, I, I think, I think they've been pretty unlucky. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think it's less unique. That then yeah. maybe some fans feel, but I, I, I think it's been. I, I think it is notable that to, to to not have had your starting lineup in the app. It's not like somebody's out for the year, right? Right. To, to not have that situation, and yet to have this, you know, Charlie Brown Lucy football situation with the starting lineup, where you're just constantly waiting for it, constantly getting teased, and then it never happens. By the way, it still hasn't happened. Let's let's hope sure. we're not jinxing anything. You know, we don't we don't want to wake up tomorrow. No, he'll, he'll, and like, no, you know, he'll 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 tweak his other toe in warmups, and then we'll be or, back to it. Or yeah. it'll be like you know, Stephen Adams is out for yeah. three days. You know, there, there, it could always be something like so we the, the football the football is has been placed on the ground, and we are headed towards it. Correct. We have not made contact yet, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Presuming he does play. How much do you think this changes? How much? So, for instance, we talked about when Jaron came back, the defense obviously got better. Why? Their best defender got back. But they also did improve kind of at marginally at other spots. How much does Desmond fix their offensive woes in your mind? Well, if he – first of all, the woe – I mean, when I say, you know, 15th, 15th is not terrible. It's just no, average, it's just right? league average, they literally. decent, and so – I think if he's the Desmond Bain he was early in the season, that's a huge boost. I think the real question for me is, with him coming back, is this a, you know, we took the extra time, it's healed, he feels good, or is it a, you know what, it's not really going to heal, we're just going to play through the pain and deal with it later. I don't know what the answer is on that. And so is he going to be the Desmond Bain he was before that injury or not, and we're going to have to wait and find out on that. Let's say, let's say it is healed. How does that change the calculus for you with this team? 
Oh, I think you know. I, I think the Grizzlies at full strength have have NBA Finals upside. I've been saying that for like yeah. a month now, and and, and I, but I think I think they need they need to be whole to have that upside, or at least they need to have John Morant, Desmond Bain, and Jared Jackson. I, I think you know that's your foundation. So I, I think your ceiling requires that foundation. But if you have that foundation, I, you know I think they can be in the NBA Finals. I, you know, it's easily as anybody. Do you think they can be in the finals without Desmond? I mean, I'm begging your pardon, without Dylan? Because I do think, I understand all the frustrations with Dylan, but you do have to have that perimeter defender, and it feels like he offers a defensive mindset that no one else can really replicate. You know, I mean, I would say yes, but but less likely, and I, and I think that's going to be, and I think we're going to be talking about this in the over the next month, Yeah, you know, as we approach trade deadline. I think their their depth on the wing, and if you have Dylan and Desmond now, you're pushing guys down, and that makes it better. But in the context of playoff basketball, you know we've seen John Conchar in a playoff series; it didn't look great. Um, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we, they've reached the point where you feel great about Zaire Williams as you go deep into playoff basketball. I don't think you could possibly feel good about David Roddy and, and Jake Claravia as good yeah. as Roddy's been lately, deep into playoff basketball this season. Um, Danny Green, if you magically get the pre-injury Danny Green, yeah, you feel good about that, but is that going to happen? And so I think there's a real question about when you think about getting into a second, third, fourth round of the playoffs about who's, who can still hold up and who can't. And I think the wing depth is a real question about that as far as that goes. How concerning has Zaire's form been? Um, I'm still in a I'm, – I'm not – I'm still waiting for, for – for him to get more comfortable and for and for the sample to pick up. Yeah. I think A people got too ahead of themselves on him anyway before the injury. And I sort of made the point during the summer that to me his developmental arc was going to be more Jared Jackson than Desmond Bain. He was not going to take that big second year leap that Desmond Bain took. It was going to be a longer runway for him. I think given his age and given how much physical development there still is with him. So I think people had too high expectations for him even before he got hurt this season. Um, but now he's coming off this injury. And so I, you know, I, I'm willing to give him more time before I, I draw, you know, any conclusions, but what I'm not willing to do is just assume that he's going to be a good playoff player this season. I, I think that you cannot assume that right now. Yeah. It is interesting how it seems like people were very quick to like write him off. And then he made some dunks in the playoff series, and everyone's like, this guy, this guy. It felt like we swung way too hard in each direction with Zaire. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. I think people are right to be excited about what he can't be. Sure. But I just, I just think the, 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 the journey from the can be to, to the is – is just going to be a longer, rockier journey for him. I mean, you know, he, this was a guy who barely played in college, only played one season, barely played, came in rail thin. There's just a lot of there's a lot of work to do with him. He's not Desmond Bain, who came into the league after four years of college, fully formed physically for the most part. No, I like how you phrase it. It's more Jaron development than it is Des. I I think that's that, I think that's the appropriate way to frame it. What interests you tonight from the Grizzlies and the Suns beyond Desmond? Um, I mean, the the West is just just gets wilder every day. I yeah. noticed this right before the show. There are six teams, six teams in the West with nineteen wins. Um, now this is a, I, I, it's wild that Utah's played so many games. They're nineteen and sixteen, and the Grizzlies are nineteen and eleven. That's a big difference in games played. 
But there are six teams with six teams with nineteen wins, and Phoenix and um, Memphis are among them. And so, you know, I just think this. I mean, this is going to be an intense battle, and I feel like you know it really starts to pick up now. This sort of run up to Christmas and through, we've sort of entered that sort of second phase of the season where you sort of sort out a little bit who the teams are in the race, and now and now it's on. You know, now that's an interesting point. Does Utah have some type of like event that allows them a week? Like five games is a massive disparity, especially when you consider like games have not been postponed for COVID. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked at the details of that schedule, but but you wonder about that. Is that going to be to their benefit going forward where yeah. their games are not as packed together going forward? Chris, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours, and uh, enjoy the break, my man. All right, thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 